Hello and welcome to Connecting You to You Radio, where we tune in to receive the messages of health and well-being that are being broadcast from the soul. I'm your host, Lisa Warner, author of The Simplicity of Self-Healing. I show you how to heal your body naturally by combining your body's innate intelligence with the wisdom of your own soul so that you can break through the mental programming of limiting beliefs that cause disease and make healing your body and changing your life simple. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everyone, depending on where you are in the world. Good morning to a Solution Sunday here. I am Lisa Warner here with my beautiful friends, Kathy Bradley and Keith Leon, our regular special monthly guests. And here today, we're going to be talking about creating heaven humanity as is at a crossroads we're at a choice point and like robert frost said the two roads diverged in the woods and right now humanity is at that choice point which road are we going to take one road leads to heaven and the other road does not (laughs) so how do we make sure that we're on the right road how do we know we're going in the right direction so that's our topic for today. If you are watching on Facebook, feel free to, to uh, join us, pop some things in the chat, ask your questions, and we'll be happy to answer. So good morning, Kathy and Keith. Good morning. Good happy morning. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. So how is everyone this morning? Excellent. Created heaven on earth. <laughs> We're bringing everyone out long and for the ride. That's right, right. It's a heavenly morning here in Florida at the beach. <laughs> ah, we love that in your yeah. winter digs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got my white shirt on, my Florida shirt on. There you go. Oh, sweet. <laughs> oh, we have Diane hopping on with us this morning. Good morning, Diane. Nice to see you here. Good morning, Diane. Good morning. So when we look out at the world today, things seem a little chaotic, a little hectic, a little frantic. Some people are feeling some some anxiety or doubt or fear. Good morning, Brenda. Thanks for hopping on. Mm -hmm. So, you know, how do we know what's really going on? How do we how do we know that timelines are diverging how do we know that there's a change happening in humanity and that we have a choice to move in the in one direction or the other Kathy what do you think so um it's interesting as you were saying that yeah there are two main diverging points it's that fork and they're like millions of other ones a lot of people are kind of fluctuating back and forth because what happens is it's very magnetizing the noise and the drama that's going on and it doesn't feel good. So then they'll start maybe um, meditating or going out in nature and feeling good. Right. And then little by little, maybe they watch the news or they talk to some people and they're affected. And then they kind of get sucked back in to that drama and that noise. 
So one of the things I'm aware of is the importance of everything is energy and where we place our attention, that's what we create. We are creator beings. And so we get to, that's why we're here to create this heaven on earth right now. And it's through our, um, our understanding that energy serves us. What I mean by that, with every thought, with every feeling you have, it's like you're this battery and you're emanating that energy out. And source who adores us says, okay, if you're emanating to happy, joyful, peaceful, let's give you more of that. But if you're in the energy of poor me, I'm stuck, I'm anxious, I don't know what to do. Unfortunately, unknowingly, we tap into that. So the shift is the shift of consciousness, the awareness that we can change these things. So thank you. <laughs> Beautiful. Jeez, what do you say? <laughs> I love it. Uh, well, you know, years and years ago, I, I heard the phrase uh, being in the world, but not of it. Mm. Being in the world, but, what, but not of it. And, and, you know, I was pretty young when I heard that. And so I was like, oh, I wonder what that really truly means. Uh, but over the years, I've got really clear about what it means. And that is uh, why I, since the, for the last year and a half or so, have been so calm. And my wife, who's a researcher and loves to research and, and uh, has not been as calm. And she's like, how can you be so mellow all the time and so calm and just knowing that all is well and all that with all the stuff going out in the world? How are you able to do that? And, uh, and that's it, you know, because I'm in the world, but not of it. Because uh, I realized at one point, and not the way that people usually use this phrase, but if you think about it, the world literally does revolve around us. Yes. In, in our spirit, in our being, we're the center of that, right? Our thoughts, our mind, everything. And if you see the center as you, everything around you, is the world so now when all those all these things are going on outside of us no matter what it is we call it good bad positive negative all of that uh, we have a choice about how we process that information and what we make it mean to us and then what our dear sweet hostess is talking about all the time if we take it as bad and negative and then store it then that's where disease comes that's where mental health challenges come that's where all the things that are the opposite of centered healthy and love right are all those are outside made a decision called it bad negative stored it sickness disease and uh and the opposite of that would be heaven on earth, right? So, so then we can look at something that everyone else would call negative and say, oh my God, you know, that looks like a steaming pile of you know what right now, but I'm gonna call it good because I know that eventually I'm gonna see why that happened and that it was for me. So let me go ahead and call it good now instead of going through all the negative stuff with it. So it's all decision, you know, heaven is a, cho is a choice point, love, is a choice point and truly uh, loves the answer to every question. <laughs> Absolutely, here, here. Yeah, I love that you say that that the world revolves around us, and you know because we're taught not that that's not true. 
you know, it's like, oh, what? You think the entire world revolves around you? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, absolutely. Be, you know, because when we really sit and we get quiet and we center ourselves, we realize that we are the point of observation of the entire universe. You cannot experience anything that is outside of your own point of observation. So literally everything we observe is happening around us. And if we are observing it, it is happening through us. And we get to choose how that happens when you're talking about, you know, when we gather things and we store them, those things pull us out of alignment. When we're fully aligned, body, mind, and soul, source, the love of God, whatever words you want to call it, is flowing completely straight through us. But when we're out of alignment, the flow does not happen straight through us. It, it flows in directions that we don't desire. And when we're flowing in full alignment, we're just flowing with unconditional love, that peace, that ease, that harmony, that balance. And in those times, we can create easily, effortlessly, joyfully. But when we are taught to give up our seniority, to give up our own attention point, to allow others to tell us what's right and what's wrong and what's good and what's bad for us, instead of us being in the center of our own lives everything gets wonky. <laughs> yeah, I see that as like, it's kind of, the flow is always coming through us unless we kind of disconnect or pinch it off, so to speak. Yeah. And we've kind of been programmed to do that Absolutely. because we don't have that belief system that we are a source, that we are one. Exactly. And so we go into the struggle and the anger Instead of when we're in that alignment, it feels good. And it's good to feel good. <laughs> it's good to be happy and calm and centered like you're talking about, isn't it? It certainly feels a lot better <laughs> than the alternative. <laughs> and, and even those who have a regular practice of feeling good and even teach this work can sometimes be caught off guard and forget you know, for a mm -hmm. period of time. And, uh, but I, I believe that tools like meditation, right? Like reading, like uh, being in it in uh, an all day walking, talking prayer, I like to call it, <laughs> right? Focusing on all those, all things God, all things light, all things source as much as possible. Um, uh, I guess uh, my, one of my mentors, Jack Canfield, like I asked him, do you ever have a bad day? And he said, hmm, bad day, no bad hour no bad few minutes oh yeah but he but he identified a trigger that anytime that he was in the in, in the negative type energy he was calling something bad or being triggered by something his stomach would tighten so mm -hmm. that was his red flag anytime his stomach tightens he says what's that about why is why is my stomach tight and then he goes to his tools because he has a plethora of them goes straight to the tools and then moves through it. So it's never more than a few minutes 
because it might take him a couple minutes to notice that the stomach's tight. Uh, but I thought, wow, wow, wow. And, uh, and I found out I have the same, same trigger. So it's the stomach tightening. So what is yours? What happens when you get triggered? Let that be your oh, red flag, right? So that you can then say, whatever tool you have, whatever brings you back to knowing that all is well, and this too shall pass. And even though it looks like a steaming pile, you know what, right? I'm going to call it good. Or whatever you hear today that resonates with you or you already have in your toolbox, go to that when you get the triggered, whatever that sign is. Beautiful. I love that. <clears throat> because we all have those, you know, we all have that is built right into our system. And when we start to look at energy, and see that everything is energy. Those, you know, when we, if we put our finger in a light socket, we get zapped, but <laughs> yeah. we don't notice that everything is energy. And we don't notice when we get zapped with energy, that's the actual being zapped with energy is that tightening in the stomach it's the uh-oh some my finger just got put in a socket <laughs> like what's actually going on here and when when negative energy is thrown at us or observed by us it's that little finger in the socket so mm -hmm. how do what you're saying i love because it's like all right he notices that oops my finger's in the socket let me take it back out <laughs> <laughs> yeah and as kathleen was saying you know the the our subconscious mind has been programmed to negative mm -hmm. and through so many ways by so many people even the ones who love you the most right <laughs> no, bad 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 you know calling you bad cut judging you uh i did my second book was called who do you think you are discover the purpose of your life and the title was perfect because so many people got triggered enough to say what is what does he mean by that who do you think you are right that phrase was a trigger for so many people that it was the perfect title then it got you to say what is that and then it said discover the purpose of your life Ooh, i want that right <laughs> so uh so it's the the programming of stinking thinking that has happened <laughs> for so many years so we can reprogram the subconscious mind <laughs> Just so you know, come up with an affirmation that is the truth about you when you're in your power. So think about yourself when you're in your power, in your strength, knowing all is well. You know, what are the qualities that you're possessing? So mine, mine is I'm a loving, trusting, worthy man living in my heart and sharing my joy. So come up with an affirmation of who you would be if you're just standing in your power and then say that. 100 times a day for 33 days. 100 times a day, 33 days, 10 minutes of your life, 33 days straight. If you miss a day, start over again. Uh, but you can reprogram your subconscious mind to fully believe everything that you're saying in that affirmation. And then the world around you changes because we're the center of it, right? And the world is a reflection of what who we believe we are and what we believe, period, <laughs> what we believe. Uh, so I just want to throw a couple tools out there. We love that. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. And Kathy and I are creating a, a workshop to help to share these tools with people as well. So we'll be nice. We'll pop the, the link in the chat so that 
and it'll be a free workshop. So anybody that wants to join us can hop in and we can start to reframe all of, all of our life. You know, how do we reframe that? How do we change from where we've been struggling to how do we create heaven on earth? <laughs> yeah, so the name of our workshop is The Game Changer. And we were talking about it and it, it was like it just was brought in, wasn't it? It's like, oh yeah, if we just change the way we think, everything around us shifts. Mm -hmm. And so it's really simple and we need the tools to assemble <laughs> because so many of us have not been taught. We don't have this awareness. And so if we can share what we've learned through our life experiences with other people, that's one of the gifts that we have to share because everyone's here to shine their light. And in the book, uh, The Light Becomes You, um, I wrote in, it was downloaded. You see, we're all light beings. It's just, we've forgotten that. It's kind of like we had the bag over our head and now the bag is being pulled up. <laughs> Everyone's stuff is coming up and it looks really kind of messy and dirty. And that's okay because it's all being brought up to just be cleared for us to remember that we are creators. So when I see myself do something or, or um, think a certain way, like Keith was saying a little minute ago, my little thing is a light switch. It's like, oh, wait a minute, do I wanna be in the dark? Or it's that quick, just flick that light. And it's like, oh yeah, wait a minute, I'm light. And in that second, it changes everything. And it's from that place of neutrality and observation. You see, if I'm not in that place of reaction and being drawn into something, then it, it gives me that ability to just observe, <clears throat> choose, and then live based on the higher course. So it's really fun. Absolutely. You know, we've, we've never really been taught that we have choices. We've always just been taught that it is the way it is and you just have to deal with it. It's like, not really. Uh, is, okay. is it though? Is it though? <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, I'm glad you guys are doing the workshop because I've, I've, I've really, I've really, I love workshops where there's more than one, more than one facilitator because you'll both bring different tools. And the reason I spoke about a toolbox earlier is I've heard and received and even taught tons of tools. Uh, and I do as many as I can in one workshop. So, because <laughs> there might be only two that really, really resonate with you. But if you leave with two tools that can completely change your life, right? So we have a, we have a toolbox of tools so that we can go to the one that's perfectly for us in that moment so that we can, uh, uh, make a difference and a, a different choice about what we're thinking about what's going on in the Absolutely. world but not of it <laughs> yeah yeah I didn't I never really understood that phrase either what you know I had always heard it associated with Jesus and you know it was his his phrase was be in the world but not of the world and like yeah. well and then then when when the world went a little Haywire. That's <laughs> 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 well, a couple, you know, a year and a half ago, whatever it was. Suddenly the whole phrase came to life. And 
it was completely obvious that there was, you know, no invisible enemy out to get us for, you know, for me. And it was completely clear that I could walk around completely safe from sound in my own energy without anything else having to affect me. I didn't have to walk around in fear or worry or doubt. And it really, um, it kind of popped me up to that next level where I realized that uh, now I get what he was talking about. (laughs) (laughs) I love that term too. And one of the reasons why I love it is it reminds me to not take my cue from the outside circumstances. (laughs) Beautiful. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I think that's what's going on. It's kind of like we get drawn in or magnetized into all of the drama and the noise and the chaos. And yet when we go within, we realize that's the power. It's the power of love. We get to create in that space um, with the connection of nature and the natural flow. And as I was kind of meditating about our uh, call today, I was drawn to bring in the leaf. (laughs) Ooh, beautiful. And yeah, so with the leaf and the tree wanted to just share a little message today. So, you know, it's the fall here in the Northeast and the leaves change all these beautiful colors and then they fall off. And one of the greatest gifts that the tree and the leaf shared with me this morning was it doesn't resist falling off. Right. So as the things are changing and falling away, the economics, the monetary system, all of these hardcore structures are dissolving. If we can allow that to take place and put our attention on birthing heaven on earth, kind of like the tree, allowing the nature to take its course, allowing the leaves to fall so that the tree can maintain that strength and that wisdom. And so that's the wisdom from the tree today, allowing us and reminding us to go with the flow, allow everything to take its course and to remember that we hold the love within us. And when we we imagine it, we feel it, we bring that into earth. It's through those thoughts and our attention points in every moment, whether there's chaos or drama going on, if we can go within and meditate and go out in nature and just sit there for 10 minutes a day, just sit there and do nothing, you'll see a shift. That's one of the things that I find really helpful for myself. Maybe it will be something that helps someone here. (laughs) Absolutely. I love that, you know, the, when I was meditating with the trees uh, <laughs> last week, the, the message that I was really getting was that how still mm. the trees are, you know, they don't think, they don't run around, you know, <laughs> there's really no movement. They just, they hold a space of stillness mm-hmm. and calm and peace and harmony. And when we go into nature, if we tune in to the stillness, we can become that stillness as well. Because our life 
is so chaotic and hectic and our thoughts are running back and forth and back and forth. And we can't connect. We aren't in alignment when we're in that frantic phase. So I think that's one of the biggest, um, like one of the biggest gifts that nature gives to us is that ability to be calm and still and peaceful. And they're the perfect example of being in the world, but not of it, because when when a strong wind blows through or a storm <laughs> happens, then they are able to bend and shift and sway and move with the movement. That's why they don't all just fall down because they're able to go with the flow, move with the movement, right? Mm -hmm. and, uh, and the only time that they do fall down is when the root system wasn't stable. Hmm. Mm -hmm. The root system wasn't stable. <laughs> so <laughs> to me, that means a metaphor of I didn't do the spiritual work to stay grounded, mm. right? And when I forget that, sometimes I can topple over when the wind starts. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic and true, right? Yeah. So that reminding us to stay grounded. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Should we pull an angel card? Absolutely. Yeah. All right. I have this. Uh, Angel deck, walking with your angels card deck. Beautiful artwork, you'll see. All right, so let me fan these out. I've already shuffled them like a bazillion times while we were talking. Um, so Lisa, <laughs> <laughs> say when. When. When? That one? Yep. Okay. <laughs> Ah, oh, Archangel Anael. She beautiful. Oh, lovely. Not a lot of people have heard of Anael, but uh, okay. Do you have a strained relationship or a friendship that needs to be healed? Think of a person with whom you'd like to experience healing and a pure, honest connection. What part have you played in this relationship becoming strained? Ooh. Forgive yourself, dear one, for your part in the creation, for your part in the creation of disconnection, and see how this forgiveness alone will change the energy of you and the person. Mm. Love that. So it's like go within. What was your part? Change that and see how that changes the outside, right? the other person so she's speaking right to what we we're talking about absolutely yeah and it can also as what what i was listening to with that also was that it it's not necessarily just like a one-to-one -one relationship that person mm. could be the government or you know any any authority figure they, mm. that we don't know personally but we still have that personal relationship because their actions can affect us. So we actually, by changing our own relationship to those external forces, can literally start changing those external forces without ever actually meeting them. <laughs> it's true because no one can really affect us unless we allow that to occur. It's that perception, right? That illusion that anyone could possibly have control over us. 
which is really never the case, although we may buy into that or we may have been programmed into that. But that's one of those belief systems, right? Right. And having that sovereignty within us and choosing maybe not to resist whatever may be going on. There's a lot of resistance going on, isn't there? Polarized mm-hmm. from both sides right now. Highly and charged. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So when we disengage, there's nothing to push against, is there? Exactly. If we take our finger out of the socket, mm-hmm. that, that electricity is not running through us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've heard it said that we either create, promote, or allow everything that happens in our lives. Mm-hmm. So either we created it, we either promoted it, or we allowed it. Yeah. Sometimes it's a crossover of all two or all three, but it's at least <laughs> one every time. And so when as things happen and they trigger you and then you do your work to feel a little better about it right Mm -hmm. on the other side of that then okay so what's the lesson because I think if if there was a sin which is (laughs) that word's thrown around a lot if there was a sin it would be repeating the same mistake over and over again Mm. (laughs) that's my belief so so I always look at okay that happened I made it bad I've worked to the other side of that now did I create it did I promote it or did I allow it that's always my inquiry about whatever happened and then I can see how I either purely created it or I promoted it or I just allowed allowed it to happen. I love that. We have Shannon says, I love this. I, I was told too that all the trees are connected through their rooting systems and can nourish other trees that need care. Yes. Yeah. They all speak to each other. They have their own language is what mm-hmm. I have heard that scientists have discovered that so all the trees and all of life we are all connected everything is connected the trees the seashells the the crystals the the humans the animals we are all connected (laughs) and what happens to one affects the other this is the they talk about the butterfly effect how one a butterfly can flap its wings on one side of the world and create a tsunami on the other side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so it's interesting because I see um, that connection as communication and energy, and everything is there's a constant communication going on with everything. And the other thing that I've noticed is okay, here we all are on the Solution Sunday. We've all connected, haven't we? And we're all in different parts of the country and it could be the world. And it's because we're all vibrating to a certain frequency, right? And so it just kind of comes to us. It's easy, it flows. And so as we do this work with ourselves, because that's all we can do, we only have responsibility for ourselves. And then if we get, when we get, get into that peaceful, calm place and say we get triggered for that moment, <laughs> And Keith brought up something really important is noticing where in your body you feel it. So the stomach is a real big one. It could be the shoulders. It could be back. But become aware of that because that's letting your body's wisdom, letting you know that you have a misalignment running through your body. So it's a a belief system that your body's letting you know it's not true. (laughs) Right? 
So if we can pay attention to that and see it as our body's wisdom instead of, oh my God, I can't believe I have a pain in my back. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, we're we're just simply taught that the body is stupid, that there that it's broken, that it's weak, that it that there's something wrong with it. And it's never we're never taught how to connect to the wisdom of ourselves. And now we are starting to wake up and realize, wait a minute, there's a lot of wisdom here. You know, that I if I learn to connect with and communicate with my body, my body has a lot of wisdom to share. Just like the trees have a lot of wisdom to share. The animals, everything has language. And simply because it, they're not speaking English, French, and German does not mean that we can't <laughs> communicate with them. You know, we have been taught that if you're not if you're not using language spoken language that there is no connection this is completely untrue it's mm. learning to to really tune into the energy and the frequency and the telepathic communication which is actually the natural form of communication for all of us mm -hmm. as you're saying that it's so important for us to realize that we have this whole entourage with us they may not be in that quote seen world and everything is energetic frequency. So they're all there for us. All we have to do is ask. We have free will. Mm -hmm. So if we can ask for guidance and then be still and listen, we always get messages. And sometimes it may be in the natural form. It could be a song, a music, a book. But be open and ask. And I promise you'll always receive with an open heart. Yeah, because they really can only talk to us when we give them permission. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because of the free will piece. Right? Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I opened that portal at a very young age and had many, many contacts from angels, which is what inspired this book, Walking with My Angels. Uh, but you reminded me of a story where I was at an event and uh, there was a really well-known angel person at the event whom you would know. And uh, <laughs> and she had all the people around her and she looked over and looked went like this when she saw me and she was like, stay there, stay there. So I was like, okay, and just kept talking to my wife and waited. And so she kind of excused herself after a while and came over and said, do you by any chance believe in angels? And I said, of course I do. You mean my posse? And she goes, oh, thank God. I said, what, what? She said, I've never, I've never seen so many with one person in, in my life. What are you up to? What are you doing? And she, she asked me like, yeah, what I was up to and what my purpose was. And then she was like, well, of course, I mean, you need a, you need an entourage, <laughs> the word you used, right? <laughs> you need an entourage to keep you on that path and, and safe. So just out of curiosity, when that happened, where were you at that stage? Like, did that help kind of direct you to, to kind of step out in that space or were you already there? Oh, I was, I was already in that space and I okay. already had been revealed my purpose, but I was in, mm -hmm. the, but what part I was in was writing books, helping others to write their books to, and, and meeting uh, joint venture partners, right? Like my mentors <laughs> and building everything up so that when I wrote this book that they told me I would write, but they hadn't told me to do it yet. 
right? I I was in that space. So I was in the Mm. waiting, 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 doing everything I was told, but impatiently waiting to be told to write this book. (laughs) And and then, uh, yeah, it was years, years later when I finally got the it's time. And I was like, thank God. It took, <laughs> took 20 plus years to get from you will write this book calling walking with called Walking with My Angels, a true story, their title, not mine, right? To when they actually said to write it. So it was uh, it was a long wait. But I had to, a lot of things that had to be put in place so that when it came out, uh, a very large uh, group of people would hear about it instead of me just doing it and you know, my friends and family having a copy. <laughs> so <laughs> I had to have a lot in place. Go ahead. I'm just thinking since you did that work, how um, with Lisa and myself and all the other co-authors of Navigating the Clickety Clack, How to Live a Peace-Filled Life, you publish that and yeah. you make it so simple for people. Um, and you have a beautiful platform that you've set up where there are lots of different people in the book. So people, like you said earlier, oh, I like this tool or this resonates with me. Right. So thank you. I'm glad you listened to <laughs> your angels and your entourage because I see how it's grown and the platform has just gotten bigger and stronger. And that was a direct result of the angel tour. Six months into a nine-month angel tour, it got halted by the COVID thing. So then I wasn't able to speak anywhere. And I was like, Really? I waited 20 some odd years and I got six months. Wow, thanks. And uh, after I got all of, you know, through the, all the stages of grief, including pissosity, uh, <laughs> then I said, well, if I'm not doing that, what am I here to do? And then sat in that question. And that's where the idea for that book, I mean, title, subtitle, everything downloaded. And so once again, I was just doing what I was told, which was bringing all of the master teachers that I could reach out and put, you know, touch, bring all of you into one place so that then everyone could read those 20 stories and then have three, four or five really, truly like, that's my teacher. Oh, that, I resonate mm-hmm. with them. Mm-hmm. And then I specifically asked them to call you, to connect with you, to hire you, you know, mm-hmm. uh, because I found them for you. So now let's go to work. <laughs> <laughs> the one thing that Lisa and you both do is how may I serve, mm. right? Yes. I think when we're open and how may I serve, it's kind of like we're this open vessel, this conduit, mm. and it flows through us. Yeah. And it flows with ease and grace, right, Lisa? I mean, I see you and everything that you're doing to help people with the body wisdom and to be healthy, vibrantly healthy and enjoy a happy, successful life. hmm this is who I call when I want to be reminded of the truth. <laughs> what's, <laughs> what's going on with my body? Hey, Lisa. <laughs> Help me with my stinking thinking. <laughs> Need a checkup from the neck up. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I love That's Zig right. Ziglar. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. You know, we've never been taught how to trust our bodies and we just run in fear when something seems to be going wrong and you know we really don't need to be so afraid or or resist and when we don't resist that you know things move through our bodies a whole lot faster <laughs> mm-hmm. absolutely and uh something that uh 
Kathleen said earlier reminded me of uh, a reading or a piece of story from from my book, Walking with My Angels. Can I read it? Absolutely. All right. So, uh, in Walking with My Angels, I in my early twenties, just just for to catch you up, uh, I got to spend time with an earthbound angel, meaning an actual angel in the flesh, who is what they call a walk-in. You know, the person that was in the body was ready to move on. They did whatever, committed suicide, right? Left left the body, and then he dropped into that body and then took over so that he could uh, be assigned to certain people, meet them, befriend them, get to know them, and then end up ultimately putting them on their path and saving their life in some cases like mine. So, uh, so I spent time with an actual angel in the flesh, and that's my favorite part of the book, which is that that time of my life but it's uh so this uh, story is called the cave so the angel's name is john so when i say john that's who i'm referring to one day john and i drove out to the middle of nowhere parked his truck and then hiked for a little while soon we arrived at what looked like a hole in the ground as had become my habit i followed john we went a few steps down into the cave and he reached into his backpack and pulled out a flashlight Soon there was no light at all except for the flashlight that John had in his hands. After we were in the cave for about an hour, John was about 100 feet in front of me, and I needed to catch up since I couldn't see much ahead. I was relying on his flashlight. Suddenly, the light went out, <laughs> and I learned the meaning of not being able to see my hand in front of my face. I called out to John. I mean, it was pitch black. There was no response. I started to feel intense anxiety and fear. I started hyperventilating. I remember my mother talking about her claustrophobia. I always thought she was exaggerating how bad she felt. Now I was experiencing my, this myself and I was able to understand the panic that she went through. Where did John go? Why did the flashlight turn off? Why would he leave me? My heart raced and I was about to lose it when I heard John's voice say, breathe. Take a breath, relax and trust, don't worry. He told me to sit down on the ground, legs crossed, and he repeated that I should take a nice deep breath, relax and trust. This is in the pitch dark now. <laughs> <laughs> I did as instructed. My heartbeat slowed, the anxiety subsided. I focused on my breathing, and before I knew it, I was calm. When I was relaxed again, the flashlight came back on. John was standing in the exact spot where he had been when the flashlight went off. He had not moved. I could have simply walked 100 feet, and I would have bumped into him. But instead, I had freaked out. He explained that this was a metaphor for life. There would be many times in my life when I would become accustomed to walking in the light. And then something would happen and the light would appear to dim or turn off. How I reacted in these situations would determine my ability to survive them. The way I reacted would also determine how much I'd be able to learn from my life experiences. He told me to think of it this way. The light is always 100 feet away. The light never leaves. It only appears to. When this happens in life, you have a choice. You can freak out, get anxious, get depressed, blame the light, point fingers, struggle and judge, or you can trust that the light is still there. 
If you can know in your heart that the light is still there, all you need to do is stay calm, navigate your way forward until you find the light. Now, I'd like to say that after this experience, a door opened and I understood all of this. Alas, it was not so. To tell you the truth, when John was talking to me, I was still suffering from the effects of my panic and didn't <laughs> quite get it. And uh, as I said uh, earlier, he had to repeat many of his lessons for me before they would sink in. Eventually, I would come to understand the profundity of this message. But at the moment, I was still mad at him. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, beautiful. What, what an appropriate message for this time in humanity's life when it appears that the light went out for a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And how people are getting panicked looking for it when the light is within each one of us, mm -hmm. right? The light isn't an outside source. It's who we are. When we get quiet and you go to that, like he said, John said, go to that breathing. And that center, that calmness. Absolutely. I think that, you know, in the beginning, a lot of people, you know, kind of panicked when it appeared that the light went out. But now that we've had a pretty long time with the lights <laughs> out, <laughs> we have started to realize that panicking is not really very helpful to us. And a lot of people have realized, hey, I can turn my own light back on. And when I turn my light on, then I light the path for others as well. And mm -hmm. so I think this has this is kind of the point at humanity where where we've got this little bifurcation, this little split. And you know, there are many people that that want the lights turned out. They don't want the enlightenment they don't want people walking that path of heaven on earth because they're benefiting from the lights being turned out <laughs> so it's it's up to us as we are now starting to realize we do have choice and this time has been foretold for thousands upon thousands of years that this is the time where there would be a choice point in humanity. The Mayan calendar stopped at 2012 because they knew that there was going to be a choice and they didn't know which direction we were going to choose. So the calendar stopped, not because the world was going to end, but because we need to choose which direction are we going to take our planet. And both directions are, are already laid out in front of us. And we can see clearly for anybody who's actually looking can see which which path leads in which direction and what's going to happen in each direction. So how do we know that we are on the path that we want to be on? <laughs> because it can be really seem really confusing out there right now. Yeah. And it's really just basic math, right? I've noticed that when uh, when everything shut down, uh, it, it, it appeared to me that light workers, right, those who choose to focus on the light, I think that's why we're called that, right, uh, went to work. And there's like more and more information and more and more people that you can watch and more good if you really look for it to find, because it's just basic math. When we hit what's called tipping point and there are enough light workers helping to 
bring the light to people and then enough people accept that light and start to walk in the light. When we hit tipping point, uh, then that really expands quickly and then uh, the light comes to the earth and that shift is made that you were talking about. Uh, and so that's why we're doing these calls, these workshops. That's why we get up early on Sunday morning to connect with you, mm. right? <laughs> Is there something we can say, be, do something that can shift something in you so that you see a change so that you tell someone else so that you not only come to this workshop that Kathleen and Lisa are going to do, but that you bring someone you love or someone's that you love with you mm. so that you can all get the tools and then you can create your, your group, your mastermind group, and maybe they'll offer that you can even continue with Kathleen and Lisa from there and that you all come together and and get all of those tools from these two master teachers that can help you shine your light in such a bright way that people will say I don't know what he or she is on but I want some of it <laughs> right when you shine in your light and you're just like in that, then you're in joy. And when you're in joy and everyone around you is not, trust me, you stand out. <laughs> and people do. And then when people have enough guts, they will come over and ask you, what are you on? Is it, is it Ritalin? You know what I mean? Like, what, what is it? Yeah, I'll have that, please. Exactly. <laughs> I'm high on truth. <laughs> and that's why we are having that workshop, The Game Changer to share with people, you know, it's a free opportunity for people to come and experience being with us. Uh, a lot of my clients that I've talked about, they're all so excited about joining. And like you had said, they are sharing it with their other friends because they're like, oh yeah, well, I, I recorded our session together and I hope it's okay, I shared it with them. And I'm like, sure, because you were showing how the tool that we, we did and how it helped you so that it could help somebody else. So, and she said, I think it's great you're doing a free workshop because if someone hasn't worked with you before, this is a wonderful opportunity for them to get together with you and experience mm. this and yes. to get into this place and to maybe hear about how uh, we can learn the tools and uh, what steps we can take to bring that heaven on earth. And one of the things that we always do, Lisa, and, and you too, Keith, we, we usually end with a little meditation, don't we? And yeah. the reason why I think that's so important, it creates that space for us to experience heaven on earth. So if we could just, is it okay, Lisa, if we just take a minute or, or a few minutes to just kind of create a little heaven on earth for everybody? <laughs> no, that would be terrible. We wouldn't want that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> so everyone, we always start with our breath. Our breath is our gift of life. So breathing in, I love to put my hand on my heart, and my solar plexus, on my belly. Just breathing in and exhaling, letting go of anything that no longer serves you. Breathing in the love. Exhaling the light, inhaling the light, exhaling the love. And 
And as we're doing this, I'm being reminded again of our beautiful tree that we've made this connection with this morning. With the deep, deep roots grounded. And each one of us have this opportunity to ground into Mother Earth. Feel stable, the balance, the equilibrium that the great oak tree holds for each one of us. And also become aware as the wind comes and goes, there's the flexibility that the tree has to go with the flow. There's this beautiful balance with the inhalations and the exhalations. We receive the light from source and we exhale and we radiate the light from source. With our in-breath, we breathe in the love from source and we exhale and transmit of love to every being on earth, Mother Gaia, all of the elemental kingdoms, transmitting love and light, stability and beauty. I pass it on. And as we notice ourselves as the tree, we notice the stillness, the quiet, the stability, the connection to Mother Earth, the connection to each other, our connection to source. As we become one with the tree, we notice our inner strength and stability. We notice the energy of source that flows to us and through us. We notice that we can communicate with all life around us, simply singing our own song, noticing ourselves, who we are inside, and simply allowing ourselves to be who we truly are, not who the external world tells us that we are, but to be one with source, flowing our true essence with confidence, strength, and stability. And most of all, with love.
and I pass it on. And what a beautiful reminder that we are one, that this energy, this source, this wellspring of light that people call God, spirit, universe, angels, Yeshua, whatever you choose to call it, that that, that is available to us, through us, and as us. That we are one, that as I breathe, you breathe. That as I open to the light, that that light is able to then shine toward you. There is one life, that life is source energy. That life is your life right now. That life is my life right now. It's all available. We are one. We are one. And so it is. Mm. Beautiful. <laughs> well, it's lovely. I feel very balanced and connected and open. Yeah. Yeah. So for anyone who is interested in joining us for our workshop, I've put the link in the chat. We've got Bonnie and Kinsey and Eve and Tanya and Delbert and Shannon and Michelle and everybody. Good morning, everyone. Friends. When is it? When yeah. is the workshop? Is coming up on October 27th. 7 p.m. <laughs> Eastern. Eastern Standard Time. Yeah. Yes. Thank Eastern. you. <laughs> what game, day is that? That's a Wednesday October night. Next Wednesday. Wednesday. Okay. Uh, it's the Wednesday after this Wednesday. Right? Right. Next week. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, I'm, on, I'm on this week or next week. <laughs> the next week. <laughs> In 10 days. So what, October 27th, 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, Eastern yeah. Standard Time, yes. Thank uh, you. Thank you, Keith, for asking. <laughs> <laughs> when is this? <laughs> that you're all talking about. Yes. Yeah. Mm. There we go. Beautiful. I'd love to have as many as possible. Mm -hmm. Come and join us. Bring it's someone with really you. Fun. Really Bring awesome. someone with you. Yeah. And uh, the energies are going to flow. The more of us that are there, right? Kind of like today when you're sharing all the different people. That's nice to hear. Uh, it just keeps growing and spiraling, right? So it's kind of like that pebble in the water. As we drop it in the water, it just keeps spiraling out again and again and again. And uh, yeah, that's what we're here for. We're here of service and we want to bring as many people along into the light so that we can all celebrate life and live in harmony and joy and peace. And so mm -hmm. that's our mission in creating this, uh, this workshop. Yes, yes. Absolutely. We want to be on that road to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> so it's something that we need to create. It's not something that, you know, that we're, that, that's going to be created for us. It's created through us. It's created mm -hmm. by us and it is created through us. 
So that road, it's already available. So source has already created it. Anything that we can see we, and vision is something that's already available. If, we, if it wasn't available, we wouldn't be able to see it. So we can all vision it. We can all start dreaming it. And our dreams come into reality when we bring them into our bodies. Our body is the tool that allows our dreams to come into physical form. This is the body is how we experience physicalness. Without the body, we cannot experience physicalness. So the body is the tool that brings our dreams into physical form. So. Absolutely, yeah. So we're here, we're embodied here at this time to shift. It's the grand shift, the shift of awareness. And so moving from the darkness to the light and appreciating and enjoying, we were we're bringing it back into this beautiful Christed matrix, into this heaven on earth. And as Lisa just said, it's through us. We need to create this. And it's not a push. It's not a shot. It's an allowing this to all to occur. And it's going to be a lot of fun. And we're excited about it. <laughs> Absolutely. Is the the shift of consciousness, the shift of the ages. So let's shift right onto that road and <laughs> let's keep moving. <laughs> this is why we created Solution Sunday because the soul is the solution, and it is how we generate heaven on earth, being the soul in the body. Mm-hmm. We are that light. The soul is the light. Heaven is an inside job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Forth from within. As within, as without, right? <laughs> yes, for sure. Well, thank you everyone so much for joining us for this version of Solution Sunday. Kathy and Keith, it's always a pleasure. I <laughs> love this this third Sunday of the month when we get together. (laughs) So Kathy, how can people reach you if they would like to reach out? So yeah, my website, which would have everything on there is www, obviously, Kathy, K-A-T-H-Y, Bradley, B-R-A-D-L-E-Y, and the angels, A-N-D, the angels.com. And so that's where I have all my different workshops and classes and all good things to assist people on the journey for their well-being. Thank you. Beautiful. And Keith, how do people reach out to you? Uh, well, if you go to beyondbeliefbooks.com, my angel cards are there. My book is there. Uh, everything is there. And uh, as far as support tools, uh, and if you just want to like watch videos or really see what I've done. Uh, if you just Google Keith Leon and then the letter S, Keith Leon S and hit enter, there'll be plenty that come up for you, especially if you hit video. Uh, <laughs> so you can find me there. I'm not beautiful. hiding. Beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> I'm Lisa Warner. You can find me at connectingyoutoyou.com spelled out in full. 
where I help you connect to the wisdom of your soul so that you can start living as your higher self, as the best version of yourself. Beautiful. So thank you everyone so much. Thank you. Look forward to seeing you again on Soul Lucian Sunday, next Sunday, 10 a.m. Eastern in Soul Sourced Healing on Facebook. Thank you all so much. If you're watching this on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel and share with your friends. (laughs) Thank you all so much. We'll see you next week on Solution Sunday. Take care. Thanks so much. Love you all. Bye. (laughs) Thanks for listening to this episode of Connecting You to You Radio. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and share it with your friends. Are you ready to discover more about how simple healing your body can actually be when you do it from the higher wisdom of your soul? To learn more about what I do and how you can work with me, visit connectingyoutoyou.com and get on my mailing list to be the first to know about my latest offerings. If you'd like to interact with me on Facebook, please join my group, Soul Sourced Healing. Check the show notes below for these links and more. I hope to see you again next time on Connecting You to You Radio.